Unlimited buckets, baby. Trench talk. NBA trench talk. It's your boy King Willow. We back for another one this week. I hope y'all been enjoying my 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 little twenty minute segments. You know, straight basketball facts. We've been talking straight basketball. You can actually go check out my most recent clip on YouTube. Uh, that's about the MVP race. We talked about Jason Tatum, Demar Derozan, the uh, possibility of the Celtics and the Bulls facing off in the playoff. We spoke all about LeBron's 56-point game. We broke down the Hawks and their playing chances and the opportunity they may ha- they might have if they make the playoffs. You know, we spoke about it a lot. You know, that's why you got to make sure you are subscribed and that you stay tuned in and ring that notification bell so you can get all updates. And also follow me on Instagram at unlimited.buckets. Let's get straight into it. 12 games tonight. And already we done watched nine. Uh... One of the most hottest games tonight we got was the Bucks. They won six straight, and the Lakers, they just lost in overtime to the Rockets. One and six since the All-Star game. So that's the biggest topics to discuss that we got for y'all tonight. Uh, in other other words, they tried to compare James Harden and Joel Embiid to Shaquille O'Neal and Kobe Bryant, and they run in the early 2000s. Shaq said, hell nah, get the fuck out of here with all that. That ain't got nothing to do with us. You can't compare us and don't ever try to compare us again. You know, I liked his response because off the rip, he approached it with aggression. Like, don't you sit there and try to disrespect me, let alone the mom. But, like, James Harden is a team hopper. Joel Embiid is a process that almost failed. So that's nowhere near what the Lakers did in the early 2000s. Remember, Kobe got drafted to the Lakers and automatically started busting ass. Shaq was busting ass in Orlando. He went to the playoffs and went to the Eastern Conference Finals, but they lost to the Bulls. I mean, no, they beat the Bulls. Sorry, they beat the Bulls, and they went to the finals and lost. So that's not even comparable. Joel Embiid is nice. He's been playing, like, like terrific this season. He's putting up, uh, like, presidented MVP numbers. Um, he's going crazy, you know. Him and James Harden and Tyrese Maxey, them three together. Is looking scary for them together for the playoffs. Um, if we check the standings, I want to be accurate for y'all, so I'm gonna go look at it right now. Who they would be playing in the event that the playoffs would start today? I know that we got the Bulls and the Celtics. They definitely playing, and we got the Heat and the Nets. They would definitely be playing if it started today. Seventy six is the third in the East right now. They would be playing against the Cavaliers if the playoffs started today. So we can say that the team is good enough to beat the Cavaliers, especially because the Cavs is full of rookies. This is their first year tasting this type of stardom, this type of success. You know, it's going to continue, but, you know, you got to go. You got to hit your bumps and bruises along the way. You know, y'all know how that go. But, yeah, anyway, uh, Six has been playing great. Third in the East, uh, Bucks second. They played terrific tonight. Giannis with another 40-point ball game. That's six straight wins for them. Six straight wins going into the playoffs. They haven't clinched their playoff spot, which we're 100% sure that they might clinch at the first or second spots in the East. But uh, they've been playing great. Um, tonight, they beat, I want to, like I said, I want to be 100% accurate for y'all. Tonight, they played... The Hawks, they beat the Hawks 124-115. Stat line for Giannis was 43 points, 12 rebounds, 5 assists, 1 steal, 
two turnovers. He shot 15 for 22 from the field and one for five from the three-point line. Last game, he shot four for four, so we can't even be mad at that one for that one for five. He's trying at least, and he's knocking a good percentage of them shits down. Like for him to be who he is and his uh, three-point percentage right now, you know, we got to be proud of Giannis. Give him a hand clap, pat on the back, and give him his roses because he's trying to defend his championship pretty hard. Uh, Bobby Portis finished the game with 23 points. He shot 9 for 17 from the field, 4 for 8 from 3-point, and he had 15 rebounds. He's been a heavy addition for Milwaukee this year. Um, I think after they won that championship, it gave them an extra boost. So you have players like Drew Holiday, who's actually been getting buckets, and Bobby Portis, who night in and night out, I mean, every game is playing at, at the top the highest level possible trying to put in as much effort as possible even on some games Giannis may not even be the highest scorer of the game it might be Drew Holiday it could be Chris Middleton it could be Bobby Portis you never know with these guys and that's the best part about the Bucks. Middleton finished with 23 he also shot he also shot nine for 17 from the field finished the game with eight assists three three rebounds Zero blocks, zero steals. So he wasn't heavy on the defensive end, but he was active on the offensive end. Shooting nine for 17 from the field goal is pretty good. It's 50, about 52% right there, and he was two for six from the three-point line. Uh, you know, not too shabby for Chris Middleton. He could shoot better. You know, in the playoffs, he's definitely going to have to shoot better with the teams that they'll be facing against this season. So, you know, that was a nice little preview also of what could be in the event that the Hawks do get past the plan and make it to the seventh, eighth seed of the playoffs, they would be playing the Bucks. Whoever is the seventh seed would be playing the Bucks. Great game, though. Great game. Moving forward, the Suns clinched the first spot in the playoff berth. The playoff girth, they clinched the first spot. Um, many success to them. According to power rankings and NBA standards, they are the best team in the NBA right now. Best team in the NBA without Chris Paul. So that means they've been playing great with and without Chris Paul. Even had uh, Cameron Payne. He actually had a 30-point game. If I'm not mistaken, it's either him or Cam Johnson. One of them had a 30-point game not too long ago. Uh, DeAndre Ayton had 19 tonight. Mikael Bridges finished with 21. Devin Booker finished with 23. They beat the Miami Heat 111-90. to Duncan Robinson finished with 22. Jimmy Butler did not play. Also, Victor Oladipo did play. He only scored four minutes, two for five shooting, and 16 minutes worth of gameplay. So he did not get that much burn. They should have gave him more burn, though. But I understand he coming off an injury, so it is what it is. But a hand clap to the Suns, though. They've been playing, like, phenomenal basketball this season. Um, I'm actually proud of Chris Paul and what he's doing. Him and Monty Williams reunited, and they didn't look back. They made it to the finals last year, and they didn't look back. And I'm and I'm a hundred percent. No, let me stop. I'm about seventy-five, eighty percent sure that they might make another push to the NBA Finals because the West isn't even as stacked as we might think it is. Like, let's think about it this way: Memphis is playing great, but they're rookies. They're young, and we all know what comes with that. You're gonna make your mistakes. You're gonna go through your ups and downs. Is the thing about the playoffs is so different from the regular NBA season because you're playing different teams. On like on back to back days, different teams. So you're playing against different offices, the different defenses. You may be home, you might be away. It fluctuates. When you're in the playoffs, you're playing the same team for a minimum of four games, maximum of seven. So that means you have to keep the same consistency 
if you do win three out of the four games for the rest of the playoffs against the the other three or two teams that you're about to face down the line. And as rookies, we all know that they're not prepared for that. That's a different level of basketball. They're going to have to go through Stephen Curry, Chris Paul, um, and others. I'm just saying them. That's the top teams that come to mind. You got Utah, you got Dallas, you got Denver, you got the Timberwolves, and most maybe the Lakers, maybe the Clippers. We never know. And the Warriors, they're a young squad. They are powering their way through the through the uh, preseason. I mean, through the through the season. And you know, sometimes it's not about the the, the way you play throughout the season. You know, the playoffs is a different. You know, it's a different ball game. Going into the playoffs, you have to approach it with a different attitude. They dogs, but I ain't think I don't think they're ready for the big leagues yet. Especially if LeBron finds his way into the playoffs, that's a whole different, 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 different conversation. Um, back to the Shaq, Joel and B comparison. Um, his response was gold, and I just wanted to say that if Embiid and James Harden can win several championships, let's just say two to three, then we could resume that conversation. Um, LeBron James and the Lakers tonight, they lost in overtime, but Russ had a 30 ball. Like, I just want everybody to pay attention to that 30 ball. That was just a statement. You know, he can still ball out. He can still get buckets. The team actually played great, too. We had multiple players in double figures. Russ not only had 30. You had LeBron who had 23. Malik Monk had a double-double. Austin Reeves had 17. DJ Augustin had 16. And Carmelo had 13. Take that same energy and tenacity. Put it in the playoffs with a healthy Anthony Davis and with a 30-point score on LeBron James. And they won. Fair and square. No debates. No arguing. That is how they were supposed to be playing for these last 10 games of the season that they that they, that they have played. That has put them in the predicament that they're in now, and I hope that everybody on that bench, and in that in that locker room, sat and got the chance to realize exactly what what just happened to them. That's not normal for this team. And this season, they've been going through a whole bunch of struggles. Uh, Russell Westbrook getting booed by the fans. They he put out a whole statement saying how he feels some type of way because everybody started calling him Westbrook. Is uh endangering his family and um, Braun been looking stressed. AD is made of glass. They didn't get nobody for the trade deadline. It just been a whole bunch of fuckery going on for them. But tonight they played basketball. They took an L to might them. They took an L to what might be the worst team in the Western Conference, but they still played great basketball. Thank you for tuning in. Catch me on the next episode of the NBA Trench Talk. Presented by Unlimited Buckets. Follow us on Instagram at unlimited.buckets. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, follow us on Twitter, Unlimited Buckets. And follow us on Facebook, Unlimited Buckets. Follow.